Hello everyone, and welcome to the Commander's Forge. My name is Andy Bentley, and the Forge is an area for me to talk about magic, commander, and anything else that I feel like needs to or I want to talk about. Now, I've been very busy recently. Not that I'm never very busy, there's always a million things going on, but it's just with work starting back up and taking care of the dogs and making sure everything for my bariatric gets taken care of, I've been very running myself ragged. Uh, and it's made sitting down to play games a little difficult. And I haven't, uh, I haven't actually been able to play any games yet this year. I will remedy that fairly soon. I'm just tired. But that doesn't mean that I'm not in magic, if that makes any sense. Like... I've still got Slack and Discord, and I still listen to content like while I'm working and stuff. I ended up uh, using what time I did have, because it was just times when other people weren't available to play, to uh, go through some decks and make a few swaps and finally get around to changing one deck that I've been meaning to change for the last, I don't know, four months. And, yeah, it's just... I would like to get, uh, get some games in. But, yeah, I think that's about it for, uh, my life update at this point. And, uh... Once we come back from kicking it to the ad, uh, we're going to talk about that deck that I finally upgraded after four months. We'll be right back. Hey, I just want to take a minute to tell you about my Patreon. I know times are hard for everybody, and I know it isn't easy to shuffle around bills and stuff. Believe me, I know that. But... If you would like to help support the podcast and me, you can find the links to my Patreon in my link tree, which is always put into the description of either the video or the audio, wherever you're listening to it. It would really mean the world to me. Honestly, I'm just struggling to make ends meet most weeks, but... That's it. That's all. If you want to help, the links will be where you can find them. And welcome back. Now, the deck I've been teasing to that I haven't played in a while because I've wanted to make changes to it and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do was my Niv-Mizzet Reborn Gigantha the Wellspring Restrictions deck. So... 
just a reminder of what the restrictions were. The first one is Gigantha as a companion means no spell can have repeating uh, mana pips in its mana cost. The second restriction was that every creature in the deck had to be legendary. And the third restriction was I was not allowing myself to use fetch lands in the deck. And yes, this made the deck suffer a lot. But it wasn't just the fact that I couldn't use fetch lands. It was just I didn't have a good enough mana base to begin with. Uh, it was a ton of tap lands, stuff like that. And it just kind of... It was too slow for the dragons. Because if you recall, the last time I updated this deck, I added the 15 two-color dragons, the uh, 5 from Fate Reforged, their Dragonlord counterparts, and then the 5 from Strixhaven. And do they all synergize greatly with one another? Not necessarily. But that was kind of the fun of the Restrictions deck, is we're not trying to make everything in the deck work together, we're trying to make everything in the deck work with Niv-Mizzet. So, when it came to changes in this deck, the, uh, the biggest changes were in the mana base. Uh... For the most part, uh, there are uh, 30 lands that are cycles that I ended up uh, putting in here. The first of which is the Pathway Cycle from Zendikar and uh, Call Time. So we've got like Branch Loft Pathway, Bright Climb Pathway, Clearwater Pathway, all of those where they could either come down on their front face, which produces one color, or their back face, which produces either an enemy or an ally color. Yeah. And then there's the... Um, I'm not sure if they have a name. I just call them the Battle Bond Lands. But they're from Battle Bond and Commander Legends. They're the ones that uh, enter the battlefield tapped unless you have two or more opponents. And again, we're going to run all ten of those, uh, even though some of them desperately need a reprint because they're almost $40. Uh, but that includes cards like uh, Sea of Clouds, Bountiful Promenade, Vault of Champions, and Undergrowth Stadium. And then one of my ways to solve the um, too many tap lands was to replace a lot of the uh, lands that are tapped unless you have a certain land type with shock lands. So I have the option for them to enter tapped or untapped depending on whether I need them. And most people know shock lands, but you know they include uh, Hollowed Fountain, Steam Vents, Godless Shrine, and Blood Crypt. And then I had two other lands that I wanted to work in here. The first one was uh, Mana Confluence that I had floating around that didn't have a home. And then the World Tree, uh, which is one I'll get into. Um, it enters tapped, 
so it is the only tap land in the deck. It taps for a green, but as long as you have six or more lands, uh, lands you control have tap, add one mana of any color. Uh, then the next part isn't going to get often used, which is the uh, pay two of every color, tap it, sacrifice the world tree, search your library for any number of god cards, put them onto the battlefield, and then shuffle your library. And this, again, probably won't come up very often because I only run three gods in the deck. Uh, Iroas, God of Victory, the Scarab God, and Krufix, God of Horizons. And yeah, and then I've got a few other things that I've added since the last time that I updated the deck. Uh, mostly in the creature variety. Uh, first up we have Carter Doomscourge. Um, he had been in and then come out and now he's going back in. Uh, two red-black for a 4-3 Demon Berserker. When he enters the battlefield, then until your next turn, creatures your opponents control attack. Each combat a fable and attack players other than me. And whenever an attacking creature dies, each opponent loses one life, and I gain one life. Trisani Discordant is kind of the same thing. She was in at one point, and then she was out. Now she's back in. Uh, three, a green and a white for a 1-4 Dryad. Other creatures you control get plus one, plus one. When she enters the battlefield, you create two 1-1 one, one white soldier creature tokens with lifelink, and at the beginning of your end step, each player gains control of all creatures they own. Uh, and then this is the third one that has been in and out of the deck several times for different reasons, but it's uh, Zargross, Thief of Heartbeats, 4, Black Red, 4-4, four, four, Vampire Rogue. Spell costs one less to cast for each creature in your party. Again, a party is consistent of four creatures. It can be a wizard, a rogue, a warrior, and I'm forgetting one. And another one. Uh, he has flying death touch and haste. Other creatures you control have death touch. And whenever a creature you control does come damage to a Planeswalker, you destroy that Planeswalker. <laughs> now, to the new additions in the creatures that have never been in the deck, we have Svela Ice Shaper. One red-green for a 2-4 Troll Warrior. You can pay three and tap it to make a colorless snow artifact token named Icy Manolith with tap, add one mana of any color. And you can pay 6 red-green and tap it to look at the top 4 cards of your library. You may cast a spell from among them without paying its mana cost. Put the rest on the bottom in a random order. I'm. She's almost like a mini niv -Mizzet. But, yeah, you know. Uh, next up we have Old Ratstein. 1 black-green for a 1-4 human peasant. When he enters the battlefield, or at the beginning of your upkeep, mill a card. If a land card is milled this way, create a treasure token. If a creature card is milled this way, make a 1-1 one, one green insect creature token. If a non-creature, non-land card is milled this way, create a blood token. And then last but not least is Queen Itinerant Meddler. It's a white and a blue for a 1-3 rabbit wizard. And you can tap it, and each player may draw a card. Then each player who drew a card this way gains one life. Yeah, 
that's uh, Niv Mizzet in a nutshell at this point. Uh, I am still waiting for a couple of land cards to come in. In particular, that $35 luxury suite. And, uh, yeah, I hope to get some games with it once I get them here and really figure out a schedule for when I can play again. But, hey, I do know uh, Kamigawa pre-release is coming up, oh, man, fairly soon. And I know me and my cousin are planning on attending those safely with a mask. And we are both fully vaccinated, and I'm getting my booster shot next Friday. So, just a reminder to people to stay safe out there. Uh, mask up. And please, for the love of God, just stay away from people. And, uh, yeah, I think that'll do it. So, I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. All of my links can be found in my link tree in the description below. I would like to thank Ian Foss and Cody Mulpey of the band The Crypt for allowing me to use music for my opening and ending, along with Nate and Erica Jacobs for making my original logo. And I would also like to thank Christina McNichol for creating my new logo. And I'll see you next time.